is up ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the kingdom as always my name is drums and i am joined by the brothers behind king golf regan and jordan headley as we usually do we'll tee it up first up north with our man reg what's going on up there big guy look at us look <laughs> at us just wearing suits it's tough for you podcasters to uh to listen or to look at us but we are uh all wearing suits right now for the first annual domies uh we're pretty excited um as mentioned last week i had uh two surgery done last week and i was i was battling a bit then uh every antibiotic i had advised no alcohol and i had a three-day bender on the weekend and uh tooth got a little infected so i had to rush to get some more antibiotics on sunday and uh, I'm on some T3, so if you see some foam coming out of my mouth, call East. <laughs> Other than that, things are all good, babies. Perfect. Jor, what's going on with you over there, buddy? Top of the evening to you, boys. Happy to be here. Last episode of the year. Can you believe it? 2021 has come and passed just like that. It's crazy. seems like we're in super speed mode right now in life, but... Uh, Anyways, looking forward to the holidays, heading back to Dauphin, I think, going to Porters and Dauphin, and um, I don't know, who doesn't love Christmas? I'm looking forward to sitting on the couch and uh, with the fire and watching the Home Alone series 10 times during the holidays, so. <laughs> Easton, Easton tried to make me watch uh, Home Alone last night, and I said, man, I'm, I'm not watching it tonight, because I know George's going to want to watch like 10 times over the holidays, so <laughs> just give me a break. That's your go-to? Yeah. Oh, I love Home Alone. It's uh, there's a few good Christmas movies, but there's nothing like the first two Home Alones. And um, I don't even know if my third favorite would be for a Christmas movie. Mine's a Christmas Story. Like the old school one? Yeah. Like, did you see uh, the Taylor Made Black Boys? and White? Just, no. No. Did you see the Taylor yeah, Made Boys? That. That's what movie it's from. Christmas Story? Yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah, anyways, uh, we got suits on tonight. Uh, so if you're not, if you haven't tuned into one of our YouTube shows, let this be your first. Uh, I'd say the boys look pretty good. I wouldn't say our bottoms look great, but uh, at least the top half is uh, camera ready. You just ratted us and, up. <laughs> and uh, with that, let's turn it to drums. What's going on? Oh, what's, what's good? So uh, we got screwed over by the cabbie that we had on Saturday night. <laughs> we, uh, we were at Dallas Place. Me and George shared a ca cab home. He got out first, obviously, and uh, I got out second. What did you pay the cab driver? I gave him 20 bucks. I think mine was like nine or something. I gave him 20. So when we got home, the total was 14 or 16. And uh, so he just started waiting for us to pay i was like well what did the other guy give you uh well he gave us i think he gave me 10 i'm like okay well you think didn't, certainly didn't give you 10 uh so anyways we paid the 20 bucks or whatever it was do you pay him too yeah so we paid him no i guess we didn't pay him 20 we paid him 15 with a tip and then i text you so we got we got shafted by the guy we got hosed <laughs> So but it was Christmas, so, ho for, so hopefully yeah, something happened. True. But yeah, heads up out there. Hey, big week here, drums. Like, Friday is, is the man's first Christmas? First Christmas? 
I'm that's got to be like that's a whole different ball game, right? A whole different ball game. I'm not usually a Christmas guy, but this one's got me pretty excited. That's so cool, man. Yeah. Honestly, it kind of just starts all over again. Eh? Like, yeah, I mean, like yeah, he doesn't that's... have a clue right now. He knows what ho. Well, if you say ho 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 to him, he points to like a Santa book that he has. But other than that, he has no idea. He'll learn. Yeah. Are you going to tell him that uh, Santa's not real, or are you going to let his friends do it? How did you guys find out? Do you remember? Probably, probably from George. Probably from friends. I think I mine mean, was that's the only way cousins. that you do it. There's usually like one that one asshole kid in class that like breaks the hard news to everybody throughout your childhood. <laughs> Definitely, Just like shitty parents. Cause yeah, because his parents don't get you know don't care or whatever or about that kind of stuff, and then yeah. he's wondering for everybody else. He's wondering why you're getting such a big gift from Santa. He's not getting nothing, so he has to. He does some investigative work and yeah, and notices that Santa's not real. Yeah, it's tough. True. It's it really is tough. It's a good time of year though. Our 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 parents have been uh, still because we have no kids yet. So I'm guessing until we do have some kids, dad, mom, and dad still put. Uh, the gift from Santa out there. And the last couple of years, they've been pretty rock solid uh, toys. They are. Cause I mean, we get jeans and socks and gitch and stuff like that, but the one from Santa is usually a toy. So we've had some remote control helicopters and um, remote. It's usually remote control something. So we'll, we look forward to see what uh, he brings this year. But, and I went on this little tear of buying Nerf guns to, to terrorize the house. So we usually have, we bring our RC cars and the Nerf guns and just cause absolute chaos in the house for a couple of days. As we get older, man, I, I don't know how the hell mom puts out with the shit she does, honestly. Yeah. Well, could you like, imagine? We've had, we've had helicopters buzzing around the house with stipple ceilings. Like, there's just stipple flying absolutely everywhere. And you're 30. Exactly. Like, so how, how, like she, kids? how she survived you kids or you guys being kids, I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're almost worse now. Well, no, she doesn't have to put up with you every day now. Yeah, she can get through that. It's called wine. We have, uh, but we also have podcasts and we're wearing suits, so she can't be too, uh, she's got to be a little <laughs> bit proud of us. <laughs> so I guess wearing suits. with that, uh, we got the Domies tonight, the first annual award show for golf courses around Manitoba. And, uh, but first let's get into some housekeeping stuff. So Reggie, what do you got? I know we got one important topic to talk about. I don't know if you want to leave it there. One very, very, very important topic. That was boys. Right into it. Step in into terms it. of in terms of golf, I don't like what what happened on the weekend. Like I, I get you're kind of like, okay, he's Tiger's kid and he has all access to everything. But then you think about it, and the kid is 12 years old, and he did that on national tv like i don't know it, that was absurd all of it so i like i heard today that he's not even in the top 50 in his age group from florida seriously yeah but then they also said that the other kids could have played like a shitload more tournaments like if he paid played three tournaments and then the point standing and stuff like that but yeah. like he's he's not even like the top player in his age group oh which i you could I mean, see that. I could see that. He did but, hit some loose shots, but then right, those shots but, that he hit down the stretch were like unbelievable. Shit. I bet you and those the other kids he was rolling in. in. And like in front of a crowd that size? 
mean, it wasn't a uh, huge yeah. crowd, um, but there's still a good amount of people at that tournament. It was yeah, the puzzle was... for me because it was like, I mean, he's a carbon copy of Tiger. <laughs> Head to toe, his mannerisms, his swing, and his his putter especially because that's, that's really what won Tiger as much as he did. Right. Like, even though he was the best, like, iron player in the game, and, and he had the distance too, but it was his putting that really, you know, put him into that caliber. And I just saw that. It was wild. It was so cool to see. And, you know, there, I don't know how many more of those we'll get with uh, Tiger and Charlie being able to play together. And I think the Tiger kind of felt that probably when he was hugging him at the end, but pretty cool to see. I don't know. I think this is going to be kind of their event for the next foreseeable future maybe but you know it's it's really tough to say what tiger's future holds and it'd be good to see him at tournaments obviously still and watch charlie but tiger actually you know for the amount of shots that he played like he was holding his own out there for sure yeah i guess both days as you got later in the round you could see him yeah favoring his leg and stuff but and yeah he's worn down so hopefully that gets better with time but like Tig was hitting some shots too. Holy shit. Yeah, you know, uh, and he did say in his interviews before that like he won't be able to walk around the course and he won't be able to do stuff like that. And that's gonna be the biggest grind. Right. But I mean, even for him to go out there and hit some of those shots, he like he almost like kind of scared watching him swing because it's like, man, don't don't hurt yourself. Yeah, it's like oh he like is playing going full a, more here. You're playing an adult junior and he's like absolutely ripping it cut drivers like okay what's gonna happen here and then he like limps off <laughs> what the hell did, what is happening and then he chucks and a then, dart next shot yeah exactly it, it was awesome to watch man that i don't that course must be pretty easy but yeah they, like, like they have to set it up yeah yeah but still yeah, when you, you can't playing. take anything away from that really and you can't take anything away from big john and little john either like it's unreal player. He's oh, a very God. good player, man. And so is but John. Even just good watching, <laughs> watching John Daly is so crazy <laughs> to see. Like that beard yeah. he has. He's a, a dart on all 18. Eh? Yeah. They've just had work to be smoking a dart. <laughs> just wheeling around in the cart, hanging out, dart in mouth. That barrel and, got... Yeah, no doubt. It's wild. So wild. But him and Tiger kind of like. Came on the scene at the same time, ish. Hey, mm-hmm. no, no. John was earlier. Yeah, John won his. He was like nineteen ninety. Ninety three, he won. Yeah, ninety three, ninety four. But he was, was kind of like in his daily was in his prime, kind of when Tiger stepped into the scene, and they had a few good battles. I think at a few big tournaments. Yeah, they I said believe. the last was at Harding Park. Like, I think and it was the PGA Championship. Two of the most famous, probably overall famous guys from our era of watching golf and to see them out there with their kids. And you guys are absolutely right. Like little John, because we've watched him the last couple of years in that tournament. And he, you could see how much he's grown this year from, from even last year, how much he's uh, grown into, I guess, I don't know how old he is, but he looks like a pretty big boy. Well, he's a freshman in college. college, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, That makes sense. Yeah, there's some, and uh, Stenson's kid was hilarious too. Yeah. He looked, he looks exactly Holy. like Stenson. Holy shit! And like, dre- I guess they were all kind of dressed the same, eh? Yeah, like it was like a mini me Doctor Evil type situation. Like they literally looked the exact same. <laughs> oh god, that's that's funny to watch kids like that with mannerisms of adults, man. Like holy, t- 
Tiger's kid's glove looked like it was like a size double XL. Yeah, what was pocket. with that? I don't know. Maybe he's got big mitts. I don't know. I noticed mm-hmm. that too when he was taking his glove off like Tiger did. Yeah. And it, they just look massive. But anyways, pretty cool. I think the, the 2021 Domi would go to, for best tournament of the year, would go to that tournament. Probably the most watched, I would say, other than the yeah. Masters. But So it had uh, it had more viewers than the PGA Championship. That's, that's unbelievable. Like that is actually crazy to that's think about. Nuts. It really like that's unbelievable. And yeah, like you it know, was, it was stealing viewers from NFL. Wow, that's and you know, we we talked about last episode what the PGA needs to do to um, improve things here. And I mean, Charlie. one Charlie, and you mentioned that Tosh drums is like that's the PGA's retirement plan for Tiger is Charlie. But also, like when stuff like that happens, you. PGA knows how important Tiger is, but when you see an event like that, which is absolutely irrelevant in the big picture, be one of their majors in viewership, it's probably time to to switch something up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like so that had P- to sh- like that shows you what people want to watch or people want to see. Now, for sure, it there's a big aspect in that in the woods, but yeah. Like uh, it being something completely different than what people are normal normally watching for uh, a golf tournament, like that's got to play into it a bit as well. And you have to fit, you have to think that there wasn't a whole lot of recreational golfers watching this one. Like it, it wouldn't be like the masters where like everybody's watching it just because it's, it's the masters. Right. This was like all golf fans that were watching this. I think. For sure. And yeah, like it'd be a, a good portion of it would be, people our age that grew up with tiger and now they're watching um transition into fatherhood which is we're in that age group as well so it's it's pretty it's pretty cool and i hope like like i said i hope this is something that they both continue to uh come back to every year and just get they can yeah. start racking up the wins of uh the pnc did you see what uh big do you see what big john said about tiger he said not only is he going to play on the pga tour again Who's gonna win? He's gonna set the the major record. Yeah. Well, I mean, like might might even, be a bold statement, but look what he did. Like, <laughs> there's nothing, nothing in his nothing in his track record that says otherwise, and nothing that he'll ever do will ever surprise you again. Like it's people, it's kind of become yeah. I don't know. Like, How about John Daly though? God, that guy just makes me smile. <laughs> did you see it? Did you see the uh, the supper? Yeah. Where he's dressed dressed as a plane. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> but even like we were at teachers, uh, me and East popped over there on uh, Sunday. And like her kids have never seen John Daly, probably. Britain teachers' kids have never seen John Daly. <laughs> Every time he came on the screen, everybody, uh, Willie and Wilder were just pointing at the screen yelling Santa. <laughs> and like, he looks like, exactly like Santa. Looks exactly like it. And the guy's got oh, cancer. He's got cancer. He's blowing darts and just playing golf. Yeah. I mean, I bet you he was drinking beer. It just never got caught on camera. It was probably oh, in his diet. Like, probably in his McDonald's cup. Yeah. Yeah. Slammed 10 of them before the round. <laughs> <clears throat> it was it was incredible to watch. So um N- PGA Nelly though, Corda. Shake yeah. things up. Super impressive. Nelly Corda is incredible. That's uh there's another, there's a sister, right? Jessica, yeah. Right. And then apparently the brother 
Seb, well, I mean, they, they, if you watch the broadcast, all they mention it like 46 times, but about Same with how, John Daly's well, album. Yeah. Even Jacobson like, couldn't stop talking about it. That's Everything. a solid album, though. Like the, his hit, hit It Hard song. Like no, it's like a, a legit song. He was dropping a new one. Oh, yeah. oh, I see. Hit It Hard by John Daly. Great tune. <laughs> it you is. Knew I, you knew I didn't want to win on the weekend? JT? The Sinks. The s- Why? You Sinks? Don't like Stewie Sink? I like him. I don't know. I just didn't want them to win. Like if I had to pick like the Cordes Woods. Yeah, there were six Daly's, other people. Or the Sinks, like Kick Rocks. I'd rather have Cass sing. VJ's <laughs> uh, looking pretty good, actually. Hey? Yeah. Like he's VJ hasn't good. aged a day. <laughs> like, looks the exact same as year 2000. Like, unreal. Actually. Tiger's showing a bit of age. That is. He's lived he looks hard. yak, though. <laughs> yeah, he's yoked. <laughs> like, he looks. He looks like he's doing uh, arm wrestling comps in his days off. <laughs> he looks like he's done a couple cycles. Yeah, like okay? he's huge. Yeah, I'm okay. What are you watching, the cat? Yeah, he's ripped. He's going to start digging into the corner here. I don't know what's going on. but Okay, well, without further ado, let's get into what we're all here for, especially us three at least, dressed like uh, penguins. But um, we got the the inaugural Domies. It was uh, voted on Instagram, the name of the award show, the Domies, as in Kingdom Domies. And uh, a couple runners up were King Kings of the Jungle and the Crowns and a few other ones, but the Domies won it. It's, it's kind of reminds me of the office. Um, Dundies? Mm-hmm. Dundies. <laughs> we're just missing Michael Scott here. But so how we did these awards were we did we did four of them. Uh, basically through votes and polls online. Uh, we had the toughest course. We had the best fairways. We had the best greens and the top course in Manitoba. So we threw those out there and we basically asked people to give their vote. Like out of all the courses, they would send in their vote either on Instagram or Twitter reply. And from there we tallied them and uh, we came up with the top eight from there. So this is kind of what it looked like. This is what the, uh, top course in manitoba look like so Very uh, that's how it all that's how it was all tracked and uh, it wasn't audited or anything but um i'm i'm a cpa so i guess i can sign off on it and mm-hmm. um and then from there we had the top eight and then the winner reached bracket moved on to the finalists and then those finalists were voted on on instagram and twitter so that's the four things we had, the four categories, and we also added uh, four of our own. So we have the uh, best tournament of the year, the best social media account by a course, the rising star in course, courses, I guess you'd say, rising star of courses, and uh, the most underrated course. So the last four are basically our opinions. The, the first four voted on by the people so let's start with the ones from us and then we'll progress into um the rest of them the ones voted by you the viewers the listeners so i guess i'm first yeah we kind of timed that poorly but uh i'll keep going here give me a little second here the first award the first domi of 
2021 is for the best social media game in Manitoba from courses. So the, the three finalists we had for this one were uh, Gilbert Plains, the Morden Grounds crew, and Minnedosa Golf and Country Club, also known as Dose National. So the winner of the first ever Domi Award goes to Patty Law at Minnedosa Golf Course. Yeah. We're going to have to. for all of them? Uh, no. That's okay. a terrible listen. <laughs> my, my, claps, my claps right beside the mic. <laughs> We're going to have to get something so, made up uh, so Patty can put it up in the pro shop. Yeah, I think we should too. We'll come up with it. Well, we have a few ideas, but we'll uh, we'll think of something to give out to these courses. For sure. Um, so Patty Law, I mean, he's been doing a bang up job there. We had Gilbert Plains. Uh, I know Christian uh, had been looking after that account for quite a while, and he recently took over as uh, acting mayor. Is it deputy or acting mayor? Deputy. Deputy mayor of Dauphin. So he's had a little bit less time on his hands to come up with some of the crazy. Uh, magazine covers that he had going and stuff like that he but. had some funny stuff going man for a while <laughs> holy like unbelievable stuff and the morden grounds crew they're actually uh it's an instagram account out of out of minnewasta golf course and they just post some funny stuff about their crew that they got there and things that they do throughout the day so it's a pretty entertaining account to follow and the winner, of course, is Patty. Five years ago now, probably, I'm guessing. But uh, you, you can just tell the amount of time and energy he puts into that kind of stuff. And I think that he sees the, the rewards of doing it and the benefits of doing it and understands the importance of it. And I've talked to him a couple of times about it because we try to be quite active on social as much as we can too. But I just think that it's, it's something that every course should be doing. And, you know, they, the, they have the drone there. He does the uh, Monday's what's it called knowledge Mondays or yeah I, I, I don't know called. what it's called but it's it's there's been some really interesting reads on it there um and, uh, and, and of course like you call it dosa national that's literally from social media so I, right. I mean he's obviously doing a good job building the brand of his golf course through social media which a lot of courses aren't doing lots of places don't even have social media accounts so um yeah it's such a huge to me anyways, it's such a huge thing that I think a lot of courses have finally got on board with because for the last 10 years, it was nothing like a lot of courses hardly even had websites and shit, but the amount of uh, reliance on social media nowadays is huge. So it's good to see that Patty's uh, stepped up the game there in Dosa. And I'm, I'm sure that uh, other courses around Manitoba have taken note and maybe are working on the same thing. So Definitely. congrats to, uh, to Minidosa National for best social account. <clears throat> what do we next, got next up Rigo? next up in the 2021 domies uh we have the best tourney award so that was voted on by the three of us also uh, um as per usual for these first couple uh we have the tamarack the week-long match play tournament played at the beautiful clear lake golf course king cup which is gonna the format's gonna change a bit in the next few years but this year we still have that a heck of a time out at Oak Island there. And the GP Ironman, which you don't have to look too far on social media to see evidence on uh, how fun that tournament's been over the years. Um, it just seems like uh, 
what a hot spot for videos, eh? Like, I mean, it's we kind of got lucky. It's yeah, viral hot spot for sure. Viral machine. Uh, yeah, it seems to like it sold out like super fast this year. So we'll see what next year brings. I know that they're talking about maybe even doing two different tea times just to to get more, more people out there. But we'll see. Nice. We'll see what happens there next year. Um, the winner of the best tourney of 2021 goes to the Tamarack at Clear Lake. Tough, ter- tough tournament to argue. Um, it is just, it's unbelievable. It's, if you've never played it, make sure you sign up in March because you're, uh, you're in for a hell of a week signing up for that tournament. Yeah, I think that's a pretty obvious one. Like you said, even if you've played in it in any kind of capacity at a junior level or whatever it is, I haven't played uh, in the men's to this point, but Yet. it's still at the top of my list and I haven't played in 20 years. So uh, I think that just speaks volumes to how fun it is, how competitive, competitive. I can't even get that word out. So we're skipping it. Um, <laughs> well, you said it. You said good, it right both yeah, times. You said it, for, you said it right. Competi- competitive. There we go. Competitive. 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 Okay. How competitive it is. I don't know. It just sounds weird. And now I'm mushmouth. <laughs> I think it's because you have to say competitive it. Competitive, competitive, competitive it. it. Yeah. 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 That's right. Anyways, you're six for six. So you might as well keep going here, drums. <laughs> competitive it is. <laughs> Which just makes it that much more fun. I, th- uh, I think. I, I think the beauty of it is is actually like you can go there to win it and take it super serious and that kind of thing. Or you can be in a lower flight and guys just get bummed playing against each other, but there's still the nerves too in every flight. I don't know. It's just, it's got some prestige to it. People always ask what you win when you win a, win a prize at it. And the prizes are really nothing at the end of the day. It's just about winning your flight and just getting to, if you make it till Saturday, I mean, you're playing good golf the whole week, right. To, to make it there. So, uh, yeah, it's just a prestigious tournament in Manitoba. It probably is the most prestigious, I would say outside of like the Manitoba golf events. But I think that the general public in Manitoba probably pays a lot closer attention to the Tamarack than those other tournaments from my experience. The, anyways, this area for sure. Brandon Sunder. Sure, yes. Yeah. They do a good job covering it, so it does get a lot of media coverage, and it gets out there. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool. Yeah. And it that just way. it takes a shitload of people to run that tournament too, like the amount of volunteers that uh, are there every year, and uh, just to keep that thing that machine running, it takes a lot of people. And uh, I think they've been quite lucky over the last couple of years to have some younger guys on the committee um, to take over things, and and they've uh, you know tried different things, including the apps and. It seems like they're willing to fix things if it's if it's not working and and uh, deal with it pretty fast instead of you know kicking the same horse. Um, but it's just like a, it's such a cool course and it's it's kind of the only tournament that we get to play in as like amateur golfers that actually has a lot of meaning and and it has the nerves to it. You just don't get that through a scramble tournament or or uh, anything of that nature. So and it, it has the the singles or the match play and a bit of uh, stroke play. And, uh, you know, the first couple of putts in your stroke play qualifying rounds, um, it's tough to, to replicate that on, on anything if you're not used to doing it. So it's just a, it's an awesome tournament and very deserving of the, the title here. Drums, what do we got, buddy? What's All the right, so then the next one's going to be uh, most underrated golf course. So the top three were... 
Surris, Poplar Ridge, and Buffalo Point. And the 2021 Domi for best underrated golf course is, uh, I guess it's most underrated, most underrated, right? Is most underrated, yeah. Buffalo Point. Sick. Uh, definitely doesn't get a lot of love. Uh, I mean, we've started to pump some more local nine hole courses around here. We started to pump the tires of them uh, a little bit. Um, I think this is probably the one that's top of the list that doesn't get talked about. Uh, I say Carberry. I love Carberry, but uh, between us, Lackman, those boys, uh, it gets some love. So we want to make sure that Surus gets some as well. Uh, Poplar's also on this list because it doesn't get enough love. Nobody has a bad thing to say about it. Um, and it's some, it's a course that we're going to have to spotlight a little bit more. I think we'll have to do a, a, just a course spotlight on it next year. But boys, Buffalo Point, hands down, takes the cake on this one. I don't think there's a question asked. Um, it's a very, very hidden gem as nobody's heard of it. Um, I, I think, or I hope that we bring a bit more light to this golf course and to the area that it's in, like the, the whole area was a phenomenal spot, right? You had yes, the, uh, the cabins that we got to rent, the restaurant, everything that was set up there. I know the highlight uh, for all of us was the 19th hole. And then the beach, the beach was sick out there. So Except the uh, rocks, the, yeah, trying to get, trying to get in and out of the water was a shit show. But other than that, <laughs> the beach was sick. So Coming that's from why, the water snake himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why Buffalo Point's going to get our uh, our tip of the cap this year. Yeah, to to touch on Poplar Ridge a little bit, um, just as a, as the runner up there, um, it kind of gets like it's a there's a positive and a negative to being that close to Clear Lake. Uh, positive would be it gets paired up on. On golf trips, people come and stay in Clear Lake and play Poplar one day and play Clear Lake the next. Negative, if you're gonna if if a lot of people that I talked to are gonna come over from say the city or they're gonna come from up north or somewhere like that, chances are they probably lean towards playing. They call it the big course there at at, at Clear Lake. Um, Poplar's such a fun course to play, man. There's drivable par fours. There's shots over water. Like it's it's a really cool track, and I, I think it took a lot of a lot of heat in the first couple of years when the greens were kind of upside down bowls there, and I think mm-hmm. it turned off a lot of people right off the start there. But I think if if people give it a second chance now, I mean that it, and it's always in good shape. Like it, it's it's a fun golf course, man. I, I would highly recommend it. But drums, like you said about uh, <clears throat> the champion Buffalo Point, there, like it's tough to beat that spot. Just everything about it, it's it's a sweet place to go. You're kind of just away from everything and you can actually just hang out with the boys there and, and have a guys weekend, right? A golf trip. And it, it's amazing that we went there with however many guys were in Dallas stag and, and lots of guys there have been on lots of golf trips for stags and stuff like that. And nobody had been there before. Like it just doesn't yeah. seem, I, I don't know. It's a phenomenal spot though. They're definitely the most underrated Manitoba. Yeah, I would, uh, I probably would have voted for the best course in Manitoba. I mean, Oak, Oak Island's uh, made it well known that that's my favorite course, but in terms of overall course and, uh, and everything, I probably would have voted for Buffalo point for best course, but uh, obviously there's not many people to golf up there or have played there before. So uh, it's tough to compete in a poll like this, but we should give a special mention to service because uh, 
got some good buddies there. Bryce Giroux, uh, he's from there. He's, he was on the board. I don't think he is anymore, but, um, it's just such a, such a sweet course. It, uh, it has the undulations. It's very well maintained. I think they got a really good member base there who, uh, who stay on track of, or, uh, keep track of everything and, and make sure that it's up to speed, the conditions and everything. And, um, I, the one thing I do like about Cirrus is their, their par threes that they alternate tees. So it is a nine hole course, but, uh, you play the back nine and, uh, it's, you're, you're hitting like a, a nine iron on the front nine and then versus like a, a six iron on the back nine. So there is enough variety there. Whereas some courses, um, the nine hole courses, they move the tee boxes, like, you know, a couple yards, yards. Or, <laughs> yeah so i do like that they have a couple offsetting tee boxes and i think that even doing that on some other courses could go a long way um but buffalo point oh man there whoever said that is absolutely right there's nothing like it in manitoba because the main the main part that i liked about it is it's on the lake of the woods correct right yeah is it lake of the woods pretty sure yeah. and you can see like uh u.s coastal ships out there like when you're standing on number three green i think it is so there's about four holes that run along the lake uh beautiful spot and those greens man those greens were mint yeah like i we will talk about best greens later but for that course too holy cow so anyways more of the story is if you have a weekend next year, make a point to get out to Buffalo Point. It's not that bad a drive. And uh, what was it, like three hours from Brandon or something? I honestly can't remember. I think it's four. It's yeah, like it's, it's like an hour and 15 four. south of Winnipeg, so I think. Yeah. Southeast. Worth a drive, though. And Absolutely. super cool setup there. And there, the staff was awesome and good bar. It was just – it was perfect. It was unreal. So let's move to me, Rising Star. Rising Star, in other words, it's a course that uh, Rigo called it kind of like a, a comeback or a, a most improved or um, something that we think took huge strides, I guess, this year from, from the last couple of years. So uh, the, three, the three nominees for this one are uh, Rivers Golf Course, Rossman Lake Golf Course, and uh, Wheat City. So the winner of the Rising Star 2021 Domi, Wheat City Golf Course. Boom. Some good courses on here. Uh, yeah. I was a member of two of these courses here, so it may be a little bit biased, but... Uh, no. For real, though. Uh, I, I want to specifically talk about Wheat City. I know we've talked about it on here before. But uh, as, as somebody who plays there frequently, probably more frequently than some people in my life would uh, enjoy, but uh, it's just incredible to see what Dave and uh, his crew there have done and Grady. Um, it, they took over a course that had been city run for the last, I don't know how many years. Um, at one point in time, Weed City, I think, was a pretty prestige golf course in Manitoba. I know that they had a lot of events here for golf Manitoba and they got hammered by the 2011 flood, the 2014 flood. They got it last year again too, Dave's first year. But uh, 
they're making some huge steps in terms of doing the little things right. And, and they're doing some landscaping around the course. It just, it just makes it uh, aesthetically better to play on. And uh, the main thing I've noticed is the operational side. And, I, and it's pretty clear to everybody who has played there is just how much of a difference it's, it makes, uh, you know, having friendly beverage cart girls, um, having a starter on the first tee, and, and really just trying to keep things running as smoothly and efficiently as possible without uh, the log jams or people sneaking onto the course. Because a golf course in Manitoba generally struggles financially more than any course probably on earth, I would say. So when, when people are sneaking on there, it's only hurting the course. And, and the more people you can get paying, uh, they can do things like that. So they fixed some ponds up. Uh, they improved a couple tee boxes. And they've just been putting the time and energy into making it a good course again. And uh, I've, it's just been a pleasure to see that course evolve over the last couple of years. And those guys deserve a ton of credit. So, And they got a restaurant there now too, which uh, was fully condemned, I think, a couple of years ago. And they've found somebody who's willing to put some time and energy into that. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how it looks next year. Yeah, like you said, Dora, I think the biggest thing is just operationally, it's, it's ran like a golf course. Um, in the previous years, it was just, uh, somebody was taking your money. They didn't really give a shit about the course. They had no association with the course. They were just there to, to take your money. Um, I worked at the course while it was still sitting around back in the day on the grounds crew. Um, we were still in the portion that it was still decent. Like it was still a good course and it still had tournaments and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. and then sh- kind of shortly after that, it, it, it took a dive. Um, I think the grounds operations weren't ran correctly. Um, and uh, there were some decisions that were made for the course that st- t- still to this day, I can't g- understand or get behind like those greens that they made. I don't like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. But uh, like you said, even just the small things, doing some landscaping around tea boxes just to get things looking nicer, all that stuff adds up and will eventually allow you to do bigger things. Uh, like we said, now the city does have the money if they want to put behind it, but, yeah. and I think they will, if they realize, oh, we're getting something out of this again. So yeah, I think, exactly. uh, like you said, I think the, the boys and uh, their crew, they got it, they've got it on the right track. Uh, I apologize. I don't know the groundskeeper's uh, name. I can't remember. Off the top I don't of my know head. either, but um, he's done a hell of a job. I know like he's had to battle since, like you said, 2014 with water issues and, continually um and i may never win that battle but they put forth an effort and they've got it to where it's quite contained into certain holes instead of the entire course and then it runs rampant right so uh always a hat tip to these guys we say it pretty well every week so this time we'll give them the reward just quickly on the money spending drums i'm thinking if it was like a city a city around operation, they would have had a budget to put into it every year. And I think that they were just spending money to spend it. And I don't necessarily think that they were sinking it into the right projects. Um, like those greens. I just don't, I can't understand. Uh, yeah. But there, even last year, like they, they finally realized that they weren't going to have a green there anymore on 15. They, they tore it up, they reseeded it. And I think that they're probably flattening it out eventually to make it, just into a normal hole finally and right. and maybe try to fix that the top layer the green uh, a little bit but it's one thing at a time there and, and they've done a lot of stuff in a short amount of time so reggie your thoughts 
Yeah. I mean, uh, you remember there, drums here from Brandon. Um, I'm kind of an outsider when it comes to Weed City. And, I mean, if without shitting on it too bad, like if I was coming to Brandon to golf in the past, like we either for sure go to Shiloh, Oak Island, or basically yeah, any, anywhere but Weed City. I, I mean, it was always your home course, so you always kind of wanted to play there because you had a membership there and it made more sense that way. But it just – the greens were hard, um, very inconsistent in the past. And now it's just – there's a, just a vibe around that golf course. That you show up there, you go in and check in, then there's a starter on the first tee and there's a fun – like, it's just a – and the course is in good shape. And, like, they're doing the little things. Like, it, it's – it might be – one of the best run golf courses in Manitoba right now, I would say in terms of overall everything. And it went from being probably one of the worst mm-hmm. with the most potential to them Definitely. realizing the potential. And now they're doing it. And that it's the city of Brandon. I mean, I don't know what the population is exactly in Brandon, but they deserve to have a good golf course in that city. And, and weed city is kind of becoming that again. And yep. it's, it's really good to see. Um, I, I, you guys touched on both those. Uh, you guys got anything to say about Rivers? I've I've personally never played there. I've heard lots of good things about it, but um, yeah, I've played yeah. I've played there a handful of times. Um, Jor, I think you said you kind of know a few guys that are, are getting on the board of some of these courses, and and we kind of want to highlight that too, uh, and continue to. Maybe we'll try mm-hmm. to get some guys on in the future. Um, but mm-hmm. these small town golf courses that they're board ran, right? So we want to highlight younger guys that are coming in. Um, and we don't want to say taking over, but they're taking the reins and they're implementing their ideas um, and making them work. Now, who knows if they're going to be good or bad, but they're trying, they're, they're putting forth an effort to, to bring more people to the golf course. Because in a small community, that's where the community rallies behind is, is their sports, right? It's usually the hockey rink or the curling rink. Uh, and then in summer, it's the golf course. So yep. it's good to see these, uh, these younger guys taking initiative and putting something back into their communities. And um, I think just highlighting that gives, uh, gives those guys a bump as well. And then uh, and, just to touch on – oh, sorry. Go ahead, George. I was just going to say – like for rivers and the Rossman lakes of the world, they do both. They have some young guys on the board. Uh, Harley is the president at uh, Rossman now. And, you know, it's, it's just like the world changes so fast and it's really hard to stay on top of everything that's going on. And I know Rigo will probably touch on this with Rossman, but uh, um, they're just, they're, they're doing the, the right things, I guess. And they have very limited budgets in a lot of ways. And I think that you can, you can see that at rivers, especially, it's uh, it's got a really good setup there. It just uh, you can tell that it needs just a little bit. It needs a little bit more. You know, people going to the course, people buying memberships, uh, people coming in from Brandon for a couple rounds per year, and that stuff goes a long way when it's just a little bit that they need there. Um, so that's kind of what we want to do is is just bring some light there uh, to courses like Rossman and Rivers, and it's good to see that some young guys are are taking over and. Um, I guess putting it on the right track of for the future. Yep. That's exactly what I was going to say. So I don't have to dig too far into that. Um, well, you we, can talk about Rossman quickly with the, their membership this year too, for. Yeah. Golf they Canada. actually became a yeah membership of uh, a golf Manitoba and they're actually trying to get a junior tournament out there, which 
I mean, that's never even really been a thought. Um, I know that I was approached a couple of times maybe to do some lessons out there. It's tough to commit to that when you only get out there a couple weekends a year, but they're, they're trying things like that. So I know they're going to do some lessons for beginners of the game next year. They just got a couple guys on the board that are really trending in the right direction. And uh, it's good. It's good to see for us because that's where we have our cabin and it's good to see the course improving year after year. So, yeah. Um, We're no bias at all there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the speaking of no bias. <coughs> these ones actually have no bias because these were voted by the people. So, Reggie, so, take us off here. The first one voted by the people are the best greens. And the three courses in the running for the best greens are Shiloh, Gilbert Plains, of course, and Niaqua. Um, I could touch on all three of them after because I got, <laughs> got a lot of info on them, but the 2021 Domi for the best greens in Manitoba goes to Shiloh. Shiloh. It's tough to argue that. Um, they have kind of a combination, and as, do, as does Gilbert. Um, the one knock that some people say on Gilbert is the greens are a little too soft um, and, and uh, they spin back too much. Uh, Shiloh doesn't have that problem, and they roll so fast all the time. They, they got to be the fastest greens in rural Manitoba, I would say without a doubt. Um, Gilbert has a very good combination of, of softness and speed. They're usually like you can usually stick it, which if you play there all the time, it's it's awesome to have. Plus the speed and the roll of them. They they got a roller two or three years ago, and it's just made such an improvement on those greens. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. And Nyakwa to come out of the city as the best greens there. I remember going from playing in Dauphin, uh, entire junior career, uh, to going to play in the. <laughs> the Manitoba junior in Winnipeg. And actually the first two rounds were in Toulon. And I actually had a, a couple of good first days. I think I was actually maybe in the, even in the top 10 of, of the province. Then we got to Niaqua and I had never, ever played on greens, anything close to Niaqua in my life. So fast, so hard and just so pure. Like they are, have you guys played there? No. Like those greens are wild, lightning fast, not a blemish like on them. Like nothing, no blemishes at all. It's like it's like the perfect carpet. Yeah, except you can land a ball on it. Yeah, it's they're incredible. But uh, going back to the champion Shiloh, those greens. I mean, that that's what makes that course right. The greens are incredibly hard. Um, some of the breaks on them, like number is it ten off the hill there? Yeah, ten. And then the par five is it? Four five. The yeah. wraparound? Three, yeah. three layer? Yeah. That's an insane green. And just the, the, they're always so pure. Like they keep them in such good shape, too. And actually, you can kind of tell that now that Dave has both the courses, mm -hmm. Weed City's kind of been taking some tips from, yeah, from Shiloh. Definitely. And uh, you works. can see how Weed Cities are uh, are coming around too. But yeah, there's no arguing those three three greens. Um unbelievable. For Gilbert, I would say uh, I don't know that they're too soft overall. I just think that in comparison to other courses, that would be a common complaint. Like for us to go from Wheat City a couple of years ago to Gilbert, like you, you had to hit a club short to roll up to Wheat City and you had to hit a club long 
uh, at Gilbert because of the spin on it. So, I mean, that's about a two or three club variance and it just creates chaos out there when you're, when you're not used to it and not expecting it. So, um, mm. but Gilbert deserves a ton of credit. I think that that's probably the best attribute of the course at Gilbert is their greens. Um, there is some knocks, I think on the layout and some of the holes and stuff like that, but their greens are, are very hard to beat. And, uh, I think with Shiloh, it's just like, they're just so consistent every year. And I think that they're blessed with the good, uh, good soil there and good irrigation. But also I know that the, the grounds crew there and the, the superintendent, uh, very knowledgeable guy. And you're right. I think that they have been given some tips to the weed city boys there and it's made a huge difference. So they deserve a ton of credit. I think Niaqua probably would have been up there. Um, there is a few city courses on here that finished third and uh, probably just don't have the following that we do in Winnipeg as, as much as the real crew. We're kind of a small town uh, golf podcast here and uh it would have some reflection on that. So Nyack deserves a lot of credit too, because those greens are mint and Buffalo point too. This should be in, in this conversation, but we'll, we'll lay off a of Buffalo point. For a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next up we've got the best fairways. So the nominees for the best fairways are Gilbert Plains, Oak Lake, or I guess Oak Island, sorry. And Poplar Ridge. And the 2021 Domi goes to Oak Island. Jor and I are pretty, uh, we're pretty quick to say that this is our favorite course in the province. Um, This is a huge part of it. The fairways. The closest thing that I've played against uh, was the courses in uh, Saskatoon. I'm terrible mm-hmm. with names. Yep. Moon Lake uh, and Dakota dudes. But both of them were as good as uh, Oak Island. I wouldn't even say they're better. But uh, Oak Island, the best fairways, hands down. Um, super lush. It They feel so good when you hit a good shot. Just taking that nice, good, big divot. I can't put a lot of spin on a ball, but if even if I when I do, it feels phenomenal. It feels way better at that course than it does anywhere else. Um, yeah, the other guys we've got Gilbert again, I would say it's just like a step down. Same with the greens. I think they're just, just a step down from Shiloh. Um, they're just a step down from Oak, uh, Island. I keep calling it Oak Lake, Oak Island in the, Same uh, in, shit. The, yeah, in the fairway department, Poplar Ridge. I apologize. I can't comment on yet. I have never played there, which is insanity to me. I don't know how. Drums. We well, because every time we there. go up, we just go to Clear Lake. Yeah, like Red said, we always go to the big course. Also, what's the small course there? Uh, I guess Poplar. Poplar is now, but like <laughs> our entire life, it was the big course. What was the small? Yeah, course? I think it was. I think it, that actually forms from uh, the Tamarack because when you played Cubs, it was at Elk Corn Resorts, and then you went to the big course to play the big, yeah, oh. big tournament. I think is where, where where it came from. Dropping some knowledge. Oak Island, it, it's the fairway is just uh, to go play a course and to to go home after and recap how the day went and, and what the course is like. Like the fairways have to be so good for them to stick out that much. Like 
they're bar none. Like they're not even close to anything around. They're just, and it's a different type oh. of grass. I think it's like a, it is yeah, a, a blue because they redid them right when they when they built that clubhouse. They redid the course and redid the fairways right with that new grass. Right. I believe so. And it's it is it is different grass for sure because it is there's nothing that compares to it, even in the pole, um, like oh. the the they destroyed like Gilbert has unbelievable fairways. And I think the vote was like 83 to 17% for the, for the, that's for the finals. But that's what sticks out about that course. When you're done yeah. playing, there's just that, like that click that it makes when you hit it. I don't know. It's, it's unreal. You could just nip it off those fairways. Holy. And they, they actually had an off year, I guess, compared to the last five years, I'd say this year. Um, it, was so dry. it was so dry there. Holy cow. Uh, yeah. And even, you know, they're on, oak lake there and they still had issues with this that just goes to show well, how much do you remember how dry that slough was like that's where oh, they yes. get their their water yeah and it was dry they had a big piece of equipment out there digging for yeah. some more water he was out there <laughs> holy shit oh yeah that was like 600 yards just out in the middle of nothing just trying to find some water <laughs> yeah i in gilbert obviously i'm very lucky it's a, a town of 200 that has voted on by our followers the second best greens and the second best fairways in the province it's pretty lucky to have uh yep very fortunate and uh quickly on poplar i guess that's obviously the main uh because they, they got good greens there they got a good setup um they got a really good practice area there uh, but it's the fairways there, I think, that make the course what it is and make people even consider going to play there as opposed to uh, Clear Lake. So I'm not sure what it is there. I'd like to find out a little bit more information on if it is different grass or something like that, but the, the fairways at Poplar always mint. They're lush, man. If there was kind of a uh, – I shouldn't even do this, but – A knock? If there was a knock on Clear Lake – Probably would be the fairways, hey? Yeah, absolutely it would be. Just certain spots where it kind of gets hard pan. Yeah. I mean, part of that will be they can't fertilize like these other places, right? Legally. Yeah. I think another part of it, too, is that it's it's so damn hilly that it's tough to keep the top of those those little knolls watered because the water just runs off them. But yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay, well, let's move on. Congrats, uh, Oak Island. That's that's awesome to see. And uh, toughest course in Manitoba. This one, this one probably um, spawned the biggest debate, I think, online. Uh, although the top course was very, very tight, but this one had a lot of uh, messages. That's kind of how we gauge things: is people don't only vote; they send in their opinions on it and stuff like that. So um, this one had a lot of different opinions on what the toughest course was. And uh, the, the top three on this one were uh, Pleasant Valley, Shiloh, and Carberry. So the winner of the toughest course in Manitoba, 2021 Domi Award, goes to Carberry. Hey. And if you want some good entertainment, you can follow uh, follow along for Patty Law and and uh, Leckman on Twitter, they usually have some good <laughs> battles between Poison Ivy and uh, whatever else we're talking about there. But uh, 
it's it's pretty entertaining. Carberry is it's a nine hole course. Tough. I think probably the toughest part about it is how tight it is. Uh, it's actually quite long too, and uh, just the setup of it the the course out the course outlay I guess you call it or the what would you call it design. Yeah. yeah, course design. It's t- it's a tough setup. Like there's nothing easy about it. There's you have a couple really tough holes, and then you have a, a kind of a. Uh, it almost reminds me of Gilbert Gilbert's back nine, where uh, you know it's tough, 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 sort of tough, sort of tough, and then tough, tough, tough to finish again. Same kind of thing. Like you can't take really a swing for granted at Carberry, and uh, it is tough. I I would like to get out there more to play but to be honest with you it's it's like do i want to be today or do i want to go like have a good time on the golf course you know like i don't know it's 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 a prestige i guess to be the toughest because uh it it what's the word i'm looking for here but it uh it brings people in you know it's the toughest course right you want to go play it and try to tame it um but if if i have a, a choice between playing a kind of tough course and a t- the toughest uh i might play somewhere else but another course that's really doing great things in terms of bringing the the young board members you got birchie on there let come in uh joel barron's out there as well and they all really want to see carberry succeed and i think it will just because of that so it's really good to see that those guys are are taking the reins there and, and making as many improvements and, and promoting it as well as they can so congrats to carberry and to touch on that too, um, like it's, we're kind of in that generation that maybe maybe we just see it more because we're younger, but we're there's kind of that old, I I don't know the old crew that kind of ran lots of those municipal golf courses before, and it's kind of being passed down. And there's some courses that are sinking and some that are like thriving. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like because yep. if you don't get those right young guys to take over at the right time. And you have a couple bad years with somebody who really doesn't care about the golf course or doesn't have much course knowledge or any ambition to do anything about it. That course that's that's hardly making any money is, is not going to see it as as a success story and it's just going to sink, right? So these guys that are joining the boards in these small towns, nine whole courses, I mean, they're doing unreal things. Carberry boys can't say enough good things about them there. And they want us to come out there. We gotta we're for sure gonna go out there, us three. We'll play uh, Birchie, Ledkman, whoever else they bring out. Probably Noli, I'm thinking, in, uh, in a match for the ages next summer. We'll videotape the whole thing so you guys can see it all. And uh, that's coming up next year. But I, I've played the course once, and I think it was too tough for me because I haven't been back. So, <laughs> Yeah, the other one to touch on here is Pleasant Valley. It is – it's a test. I, like – the greens are good, so they don't make like it's not like the greens are hard, but you have to place pretty well every shot in the correct spot to have success on that golf course. And for uh, amateur golfers of my ilk, that's a tough thing to do, uh, especially the back nine. Your tee shot's got to be pretty well perfect for you to have any kind of second shot at even leaving yourself a chance at par. So uh, it's a tough, fast course. Uh, Carberry, super tight again. I think if you didn't have so much poison ivy, maybe the scores would come down a bit because people would go get their balls out of the bush. But mm-hmm. it I is what know, it is. Some thick bush. <laughs> it's, and, pr- it's hard to get out of there once you're in there. Shiloh, Shiloh, uh, 
is also incredibly tough. Like if it's windy there, that course, like its teeth come out and it, oh. it is a tough track, man. Holy shit. And you that's can have, a, you can have days, a high score there. Yeah, I think so. Hey, cause it's so wide open. Right. And then if you get the boys practicing with guns and grenades, yeah. and some, <laughs> this some interruptions yeah, in your backswing. Yeah. <laughs> I it's good for your that. mental game. You got <laughs> yeah. uh, grenades going off in the background. and uh, But I think one thing we should mention for Pleasant Valley, and I think it was Patty Law who said this, because he said it was the easiest course in Manitoba. And I think what makes it so challenging is is the blind tee shots and, and just unfamiliar, if you're unfamiliar with the course. Because it is, it has some scorable holes for sure. And uh it's just, it's just knowing where to put the ball. I mean, it's one thing to know if you're Patty's caliber and one thing to actually put it there. Um, but there was, that's the biggest thing I found for this was like, people were like, no way. Pleasant Valley is the hardest course. Like that's an easy course. And then everybody else is like, man, Pleasant Valley without even a, without a doubt. Yeah. I, I've only played it once and I had no clue where the hell I was supposed to be hitting to. So yeah, like, Mm -hmm. And yeah. you can hit a shot and think you're fine, but then your your next shot, you're 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 absolutely screwed on because you either didn't hit it long enough, you hit it ten feet to the left or where you should have. So certainly, first round, Pleasant Valley is very high up there. See, yeah, it is. And, and I've never played it, but just from the way you guys talk about it, it could be one of those ones where if if you're hitting it good, it could be an easy course. True, but if you're if you're having a bad day, it is multiplied by a lot because you. Like you have to, you can't just come up to a, a tee shot and just blast it, right? By the sounds of things, right? Your lakes like that, yeah. Speaking of so that, was, yeah. so should we get to the uh, the King Daddy Topper here? The uh, yeah, the final Domi of the night, Manitoba's best course, as voted on by the followers. So the top three are Clear Lake, Oak Island. And Elmhurst. Another Winnipeg one. Pretty good company. And the 2021 Domi for the best course in Manitoba goes to Clear Lake Golf Course. Clear Lake. Can clap for that one, boys. Yeah, Clear Lake. um, Tourist destination. Unreal track. Unreal views. Uh... Just a, a good day on the golf course is a, is a day at Clear Lake. Like it is, I don't know. It, it's such an experience when you go there, right? And I mean, we've played it hundreds of times, but I mean, if you, and we, we probably take it for granted a little bit just how beautiful it is there. Because if you hadn't played there before and you just drove up and you, and you drove through the parking lot and saw the ninth green there and the 10th tee box down there, and then you pull up and then you kind of go through all that, like, there's a lot of stuff that we take for granted at that course that obviously yes, first timers. Yeah. It's, for, it's incredible. For me, I think like you, you said it with the experience and I think that that's kind of what I was thinking of when, uh, you know, you think of like the score golf top 100 or something like that. I think that if, if they were to actually feature some of Manitoba's courses in there, if they came to Manitoba, I think the clear Lake would probably be at the top of that list. Um, probably Elmhurst too, and maybe like a St. Charles, but in terms of public golf courses, I think Clear Lake would be at the top of that because of the experience itself and the, the designer of the course. Um, it's, it's 
one thing that stood out to me is like Clear Lake not only didn't win any of the other contests, like awards, sorry, like greens, fairways, um, anything like that. They were hardly even nominated for any of them. And so to like have nothing that like really stands out, but win the overall best course, like it's experience, right? That's what it is. That's all it is. And I just do a really good job of with, with what they have up there. And like we talked about the not being able to use fertilizers and stuff like it, it's just the history there and, and kind of the prestige and experience of it all that really sets it apart from any other course around here. It's got to be the most popular course in Manitoba, right? Like most played? I would think it'd be up there. Yeah, I would I would say actually uh, Falcon Lake's probably up there too. A lot of the people from the city go east. I guess they go there and, and play there. Yeah. It's but yes. yeah, I mean it's on it's on the the border of a national or it's in the national it's in the park. National park. Right next to Clear Lake. It's just such a I don't know, that drive that drive in is cool. It's probably mm-hmm. one of the best drives in Manitoba, if not the best. Just cruising through the gates there. It's just beautiful. It's just such a sick course. And we probably, like I said, take it for granted. Yes, we do. And then, but, I mean, sorry, I was just going to say the only down thing, and this one always comes up when I talk about it, is uh, you're always in for like a six-hour round. No mm-hmm. matter how quick your, your group plays or how well you play, it's a long day on that course. But – you don't think about it until after because while you're there, you're just, like we said, it's an experience at that course. You're having such a good time. Uh, The golf course is, is great. And you're on top of that, your experience Um, you're like you said, the views on, on a lot of holes, you have unreal views. So yeah, this wasn't that big of a shocker um, until you said, yeah, it wasn't even like on anybody's radar for any other of the awards. But that, uh, again, it just goes to speak of the course as a whole. Um, exactly. Same with Oak, Oak Island as well. Um, it, it it's second on, or 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 first on a couple of the other uh, Oak, categories. Sorry, drums. Just pause there for a sec. Like Oak Island almost shut down a couple years ago. Right. Like they almost closed the course because there had nobody, nobody to run it, and nobody was going. Yeah. Wild, but again, we pump its tires all the time, yes, and yes, we uh, do. deservedly so. Elmhurst, uh, I haven't played, I can't comment. Yeah, Elmhurst, just from what I've heard and, and the pictures that I've seen, it's a must play. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's apparently it would be like, I like St. Charles and, and uh, Pine Ridge get hyped up a lot, but everybody you talk to that's truly played Winnipeg courses say Elmhurst is just. Like in another in another league compared to those two, and for it to get mentioned on our podcast, like we said, we don't have a whole yes. lot of followers from the city who play those courses. We're mostly rural based. For it to get mentioned and finish third in the in the best courses in Manitoba, it's a uh, it's a pretty special place there. We got a few uh, good good buddies in our Instagram account that are members there, so they want to get us out there as well next year. Um, we're hoping to, this was kind of something that just spawned, I guess, kind of at the end of golf season. And we realized that we needed to do something. We didn't do this last year. We did kind of a half-assed job of it, but I think next year we're going to put more of an effort into, you know, taking the eight toughest courses and really like trying it ourselves. And, and, uh, it's easier to measure things when it's the same guys and the same, you know, 
mm-hmm. comparisons and uh, I don't know. So looking forward to that. Next summer is going to be big. We got a ton of stuff, a ton of stuff happening in 2022. It's kind of uh, lost to talk about. We can't talk about it today, but there are a lot of things that are in the works and we really looking, we're looking forward to 2022 as uh, the year, I think for us and um, in terms of the podcast, in terms of our, our brand and in terms of uh, a few other projects we're working on. So we'll keep everybody posted with that as we always do on the podcast. We always want to give you guys the first rights to knowledge uh, that we have of what's going on and, and give you the first dibs and stuff. So we're not going to change that. We appreciate uh, everybody who has been listening. And uh, I don't know, do we got much more else to talk about here or should we wind things up? No, I think that's pretty uh, much it. Yeah. Yeah. We can uh, wrap up the 2021 domies and we can wrap Thank you up all the, for attending. Uh, yeah, we can wrap up the, the season of uh, 2021 on the kingdom. Uh, huge thanks to everybody that's listened, uh, followed along, interacted with us on social media. Uh, please continue to do so. Like George said, there's a couple things in 2022 that are going to be uh, pretty big news. And hopefully um, w- you guys continue to follow us as we kind of go with these ventures as well. So huge thank you to you guys, our listeners, our followers, uh, everybody in between. But let's uh, let's put a bow on 2021, boys. Everybody have a great Christmas, a great holidays. Happy New Year's. Uh, yeah, so same Christmas, to you guys. Everybody. Merry Christmas to you guys. I'm sure you we'll too, talk, buddy. but officially. Let's wrap Merry it up. Christmas, boys. Wrap it up. Love Merry you, boys. Christmas. Happy New Year. Later. Peace. Lights, out, lights out to 2021. <laughs>